Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Hi guys, it's Wen here. The Teams Analysis Podcast is back after missing last weekend. Um, Origin tomorrow night or tonight, whenever you're listening to this. So uh, definitely thought it'd be worthwhile to run through a quick um, analysis of all the teams over a podcast. The um, SC report will return on Thursday, given the game tomorrow night. Um, but let's get stuck straight into it. So um, who knows what's going to happen with the teams, obviously with Origin happening. Um, plenty of big squads, uh, extended reserves allowed this weekend. So quite a few of the teams have got 23 players named. So um, pretty much take it with a grain of salt. But anyway, let's just run through some of the major ins and outs and the impact on Supercoach for the upcoming weekend. So the Friday night, we've got the Rabbitohs versus the Knights. And um, for the Rabbitohs, all the Origin stars have been named. Um, but yeah, just two night, two days after the Origin game, and there must be an extreme doubt, particularly Damien, Damien Cook, who Wayne Bennett's come out and said that he's going to rest him at some stage. So maybe he'll start here. And Billy Britton has been named uh, on the extended reserve. So... There is a real chance that um, you know that, that Bennett will live up to his his word and, and rest Cook. So just um, be quite wary there. Um, Cameron Murray, I think he should play, given he's probably going to play limited minutes off the bench for New South Wales. And then the uh, the other two backs, and Cody Walker and Dane Gagai. Um, you know, you just injury permitting that they, they should probably play. And you've got former Bronco, um, James Roberts, who um, only just has made his way to, to Redfern. He's been named to make his debut for the Bunnies in the centres. Just some other um, some news from Supercoach-wise. So Sam Burgess um, has been named to play, but uh, after this round, he will miss rounds 14 and 15 through injury. He's off to get some shoulder surgery. So with a three-round average of 43 and a five-round average of 54, I'm probably suggesting he's a sell at this stage. Um, you know, it's probably just made that decision a whole lot easier. At the Knights, they've named uh, Caitlin Ponger and David Clement to play, but uh, you'd have to think both are in some doubt as well. Ponger in particular, I've heard on a couple of forums that he could be rested, but um, just stick with the, the late mail. That will be your best course of action. Uh, 
Mitchell Barnett for me is someone to to pay attention to. I think um, upcoming. So he's got a break even with thirty two and a string of strong performances. Is three round average of sixty six and a five round average of fifty six point five. So um, he he shapes up as a pretty good round sixteen option. He's been playing eighty minutes um, since Aiden Guerra went went down in round five. And uh, over that period, he's played under 70 minutes just once and he's averaged 64 points per game. So he's a player that I'm definitely looking to bring in and possibly this weekend. So moving along now to the Tigers versus the Raiders on Friday night. Um, so Moses Mbai has been named. He missed the last game. This sees Corey Thompson return to the wing with David Nofaluma dropping to the reserves. And that's just about it for the moment. Uh, he's still got Josh Reynolds, um, I think, out. And Chris Lawrence has been named in the ins, but just as far as the reserves. Um, they obviously play round 16, so the, the likes of a Ryan Madison will be interesting, but he's got a very high break-even, 105 this weekend, or this week. So he's a player you can hold off. And the same with Anise Masters as well. So he's got a break-even of 73, um, but he's definitely one of the more attractive players to be trading in for your centre wing. For the Raiders, um, there's a couple of, of changes here. Um, outs and then a, um, a forced out and then a suspension as well. But starting with the Origin Stars, they've all been named. Um, Jordan Rapana returns from a knee injury. And this sees Michael Oldfield drop to the bench. Um, you know, this is really, really good news, of course, for Bailey Simonson owners as uh, he's turning into an OK cow now. Uh, Corey Horsburgh is out with an elbow injury and Hudson Young uh, will miss the next five weeks through suspension. So potentially that's good news for Joseph Tapney. Uh, I know it didn't work out that well last weekend. He played very min minimal minutes, but um, you'd think that uh, that with Young out and he's starting a lock, then he could play you know upwards of 50 to 60 minutes and uh, 345k at the moment. I think that still represents pretty good value. For the Warriors versus the Storm, Mount Smart Stadium on Saturday afternoon. Um, not too many changes there for the Warriors from a super coach perspective, so I don't need to cover them. Obviously, Roger Tuivasa-Shek's the, the main point of discussion here. Um, you know, him and him and James Tedesco have been clearly the two best fullbacks this season. Um, covers you for round 16, but he does have a break-even of 117. So he covers you for round 16, but does have a break-even of 117. A really difficult fixture against the uh, the Melbourne Storm this weekend, who conceded the fewest amount of points to uh, fullbacks on average this season. So personally, I'll be waiting a week for him. Um, Tohu Harris, he's an option, but I don't think he's a must-have. Just just you know, if you're really short of numbers and you're desperate, he's averaging around about sixty this season. So, um, but I wouldn't be bringing him in just before round, um, maybe the round fifteen super super trading week. And then Ken Mamalo is another player that. Is definitely on my hit list, but he's got a break even 118, so you can just wait. However, the Warriors do face the Titans next week, so you might want to make sure that you've got two trades lined up to grab both him and RTS before that matchup. That looks very tasty. For the Storm, they've named all of their star uh, origin players, but you know, given that they're trading, they're, they're Moving all the way across to New Zealand, you'd have to think that they're going to risk, uh, won't risk a few of those players, and uh, you know, we, there's, it's just interesting to see what they will do there. The Storm are another side of the plane round sixteen, and that puts their captain Cameron Smith front and centre as a trade option over the coming weeks. However, um, like with many of the uh, the really good options this week, he's got a high break even, and that's over a hundred. So. 
if you're not desperate to bring him in, and who knows what's going to happen with Damien Cook, then I'd probably be leaning to um, just waiting a little bit on him. Uh, and as we'll get to further in the podcast as well, I'm, I'm probably leaning more towards Cameron McInnes as, as an option for me for the run home, um, just purely on the basis that I think he'll play more games. Um, you know, Smith is quite old now, he'll probably get rested, particularly if the Storm keep winning. The next game is the Sharks versus the Eels on Saturday afternoon at 5.30pm. A couple of big names in the reserves for the Sharks with Wade Graham and Sean Johnson there. Um, would have liked to have seen Sean Johnson come straight into that starting side and we really want to know that by Friday, particularly if Ponga is missing. Um, that looks like it's a pretty good trade. I've got Bryce Cartwright sitting there that, that's just waiting to be traded out for a, a gun half um, so hopefully we know by Friday if Johnson's playing um, the other player play there of concern is probably Matthew Moylan um, he's, a, he's a, an alternative option to the Sean jo- Johnson um, available in the half so he's producing really some really good output this year from fullback he's got a season average of 58 points per game uh, so he's he's definitely a player that you can consider and um, you know maybe just one that's got a lot of upside too for the uh, the eels, um, so they've made a fair amount of changes this week. I did did the week before, um, dropping some some big names, and, and those guys have only made it as far as the reserves this week. One name that has entered the fray is Nathan Brown. Um, he's named in the number twenty one jersey at the moment, but um, you know, he he should make his he should play either this weekend or next, and and that's going to be quite interesting to see what happens and the impact that has on the likes of a Sean Lane. Lane has played over 70 minutes in every game this season, but you know these have always been without Manu Mao and Brown in the same forward pack. So let's see what happens. Um, with that being said, I think Lane is a sell at this stage. He's got the buy ahead and is unlikely to be a keeper in either front row forward or second row forward position. Clint Gutherson was pretty good last weekend, and you know he's super super cheap this this uh, this week. And I know that he does have the buy, but at 340 k, I mean that's that's pretty ridiculous. Uh, Mao was also fantastic value still, but I really want to see what happens with Brown back in the pack there. Um, you know, should he be the, the 80 minute edge forward available in the center wing, then it's pretty hard to pass up going off uh, current form, break even of around about mid 50s at the moment. The final game on the Saturday night is uh, the Cowboys versus the Seagulls. Mate, th- this injury list for the Cowboys is ridiculous. It just keeps growing and growing, so I feel sorry for them. Needless to say that there's some names in the ins that I've never, ever heard of before. Uh, jumping onto the injury list this week is Jordan Kahu, uh, Gideon Gallimosby, and also Corey Jensen, who's out with concussion. Um, Michael Morgan and Josh McGuire have both been named to return from injury duties, uh, origin duties, and Morgan will start at fullback. Maguire at lock should they both back up. That's pretty much it for the Cowboys. Not not too much else for me to get excited about. At the Seagulls, there is some massive news there with Tom Javojevic being named to make his return after a long, long time out with a hamstring injury. I'm a bit unsure what to do here. Um, there's a big chance, I think, that he'll end up in the New South Wales side if he does stay fit, and that means that he'll miss round 16, whereas Roger Tuivasa-Shek, who's been averaging, uh, I think, about 75 points per game this season, uh, he'll be available, injury permitting, and, and for me, that has him ahead of Chavoyevich. Daly Cherry Evans and Jake Chavoyevich have both been included in the reserves, but you'd think that would come straight into the starting side should they be okay to play. 
in other news, there's some changes in the backs with Moses Suli named at centre. And Ruben Garrick is probably right to be sold right now. Uh, priced over 400k, break even 60. He shifts to the wing, and uh, Brendan Elliott will drop to the bench to make room for Trevojevic. One thing just to note here for me is that Adam Fenua Blake, he's shaping up as a top two or three front row forward, and that performance last week was sensational 69 base points, two tons in three weeks. He's having a huge season. Um, you know, I unfortunately picked the wrong manly front row forward with Tapao. Um, so potentially make amends for that this week or next, depending on who does back up for Origin. I know they do have the, the buy coming up, but just his current output, it's hard to, to pass up on that. The Sunday, the Broncos play the Titans at Suncorp Stadium at 2pm. Um, quite a few changes here for the Broncos. Let's just run through that. All the Origin stars have been named to back up here. I think that with the game on the Sunday that they should be right to go. Andrew McCulloch, um, he does return a little bit earlier, probably than planned, but he hasn't won back his starting hooking role with uh, Jake Turpin named there. It would have been quite interesting to see if James Seguiaro um, wasn't suspended for the week if Andrew McCulloch would come straight back into the side. And Thomas Flegler also returns in this seems Patrick Kerrigan dropped to the reserves lips. So the Broncos do um, cover the round 16 with their buyer just, um, just coming and been and gone. So the question for me is, is it Milford time? Since Thomas Dearden replaced Cody Nicarima in the starting side, Milford has averaged 63 points per game. Lots of attacking stats there with two tries, but isn't this exactly what we're expecting from Milford as a running half? It's what he's produced in the past. There's a very attractive matchup this weekend, of course, against the Titans. And if Ponga is ruled out on Friday night, then you know I, I might pull the trigger, particularly if uh, Sean Johnson is going to miss a week. I just can't play Bryce Cartwright. It's um, he's coming off the bench, scoring twenty to thirty points. Not for me, I'm, I'm just uh, losing too many points at the moment, so I can't risk that. The Broncos face the Titans, Eels, Knights and the Sharks over the next month, but only one of those games is at Suncorp. However, the Broncos will play six of the final nine games at their home ground, and we know that Milford does love it there. Just a little bit of caution, depending on how um, Moses Simba goes over in game one, there is a chance that uh, the Milford could be quick picked for Queensland in games two or three. Just before we move on to the, the last two games of the weekend, uh, Katoni Staggs is a pretty popular choice at the moment. He's available around about 220k. Um, he's got really solid um, base output at centre of about 30 and then base plus power at 35 or so. But uh, in the six games in seventy over 70 minutes in that position this year, he's had no attacking stats. Um so you really are just hoping that he, he does get that. And it could happen this weekend against the Titans, but um, I just don't know if he's that kind of player. So we've been given a pretty big sample size here and I've been burnt by Corey Allen and just a little bit wary of these cheapies that um, look good, but um, you know, are they are they going to increase in price or are you going to be stuck with someone that you're not going to be able to do too much with after round 7, 16? Uh, the Panthers played the Roosters on Sunday at 4pm and uh, there's quite a few ins for the Panthers with just the two outs for now. Um, we do What we do know is that Kakao is back after being late eight out last weekend and Wade Egan returns. Liam Martin moves back to the bench and Mitch Cleary drops to the reserves. 
Nathan Cleary has been surprisingly named in the reserves, but surely he will come in to the side of fit. Um, the halves did play quite well last weekend, but Cleary is their, their number one man, so he, he has to come into that side. Um, the Panthers have obviously had the... Uh, uh, will do have the bike coming up, so the players are not that attractive at the moment, but James Fisher-Harris, similar to Fenua Blake, he's just a monster at lock. Um, 69 points per game in eight games in that position this season, but you know he's been very fortunate with the other back row forwards coming to injury. He played 80 minutes last weekend. That's probably not likely with Kakao back and then Martin on the bench. But you know, below 520k, that's just outstanding value regardless of the upcoming coming by. A couple of players to monitor in the centres as well. So Josh Mansour has been terrific over the past couple of weeks, really getting back to what we remember of when he was a gun, just not getting the attacking stats, but. But they surely will come, particularly if the Panthers start to get a bit of a roll on. He's a guy to watch from round 17 onwards. And then Tor is uh, shaping up as a, a pretty handy cash cow. His um, base over the last two weeks has been over 40 for a centre. That's fantastic. And I think a 221k remains a buy. And it's the same price as the Katoni Stags. And for me, yeah, that's an interesting one. Do you go with a guy that's going to cover you 16? Um, but I think that the Panther might have a little bit more upside, but that's up to those guys. Moving to the um, the, the Roosters here, the, all their Origin guys have been named to back up. Um, there's a potential cheapie in the halves in Drew Hutchinson, so he's he's not named currently in the Supercoach game, but I'm expecting that, that he'll come in cheap. Um, and with Luke Keary out for a while, there's a possible, possibility that you know he should be on the radar for right around 16 and... Um, we could have a, you know, if you're holding onto somebody like a Bryce Cartwright, like I am, and you don't want to have the cash to upgrade, then there's a possible good downgrade target there. Moving along to the final game of the weekend, the Bulldogs versus the Dragons. No changes yet, really, for the uh, uh, for the, the Dogs. Got no idea what Dean Pay's doing with his team selection. Too risky. Um, to, to jump on any of these players at the moment and they will miss round 16 so a big pass from me for the Dragons uh, all of their origin players have been named but only as far as the, the uh, reserves Matt Dufty returns at fullback with Zach Lomax referring so shifting to the centres for Tim Laffey he's out injured for a while um, Pereira has been dropped to the bench for Ravalawa and then Corey Norman makes his way return from injury and Jai Field has been named in the cent- in the halves at the moment, but um, you'd think that Hunt will come into the squad or into the starting 17 and, and Jai Field will drop out. And that's about it for the for the main changes. Um, just a couple of things. Lomax, I'm hoping that he's going to stay at fullback, but the injury to Lafayette has meant that he has to shift to centre. But if, uh, if Jai Field does drop out of the side, then he, he should... Regain the goal kicking duty, so he's not a bad shout for round 16 coverage. And Cameron McGuinness, for me, he's the second best soccer in the game. He's averaging 68 points per game at the moment, uh, break even of 50. He's ripe for, for buying this week. It just depends on what happens with the other ins and outs. And if you don't have a, a backup um, at Hook Alley, you might be forced to bring either him or Smith in if Cook is rested. So just keep a, a close eye on that. But that's all, guys. Um, and girls, that's it for today and um, enjoy Origin and then uh, we'll see you on Thursday night for the SC Report.